are listening to the Sports Daily. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. The Friday show you've been waiting for. All your picks for this weekend in college football and pro football. We are going to get to all of it. I hope you like this week's picks because I have a really good feeling about this weekend. I just do. So hopefully that puts out the good vibes. We will get to all of those momentarily. All right, we're going to just jump right into it. First off, starting off in college football, I am 22-12-2 against the spread this year in college football. I am 4-0 on my best bets. I'm going to go with the Florida Gators this week on my best bets. They're plus one. So basically, they just need to beat Kentucky. Now, this is an interesting series because for 31 straight years, Florida beat Kentucky. Kentucky's beaten them three of the last five years. However, I think Florida's played a much tougher schedule up to this point. Kentucky might be 4-0. Florida is 3-1. Kentucky really hasn't played anybody that I've seen. Devin Leary's thrown six interceptions this year. Graham Mertz is starting to play better for Florida. Their only loss on the road at Utah to start the season. Three straight wins. They've beaten Tennessee at home. I think Florida wins this game, and that's my best bet. The Florida Gators. Um, That's a noon Eastern time kickoff. Other plays coming for you in college football tomorrow. I'm going to go with SMU. You're going to be like, why would you possibly go with SMU after they dicked you last week? Yes, they did. <laughs> they did royally. And they should have they should have um, been closer than they were to TCU. But I don't think Charlotte is a very good football team. I think SMU, two losses this year were both to, you know, one to an Oklahoma team that has beaten everybody and is 4-0 against the spread this year. The other one to TCU who I believe has covered every game since the Colorado loss. So I am backing the Mustangs at home laying, I know it's a big number, 23.5 against Charlotte. So keep that in mind. SMU minus 23.5 tomorrow against Charlotte. That game kicks off at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. For another play in college, I'm going to go with the Penn State under again. Penn State, under 46.5 at Northwestern. I just think both of these teams are two good defensive teams, and 46.5 seems a tad high. You know, this could be 30-14. to 14. This could be 35-7. I'm looking at something like that. Maybe the odds makers don't see it uh, as that big of a as that big of a spread. But there's what it's 27-point spread. In this one for Penn State, eh, I still see it going under. So I'll take the under 46.5 in the Penn State-Northwestern game. That game kicks off at noon Eastern time. I'm going to take the number one team in the nation, Georgia Bulldogs, laying 14 at Auburn. Now, this is a game that this is – look, you know, you're never going to be like, wow, you're taking the number one team in the nation – Well, remember, Georgia hasn't covered a game this year, so it's not like we have the numbers in our favor on this one. They're minus 14.5. I'd like you to buy it to 14 if you're interested in betting this game. Uh, 14, just buy that half point for this. And 
I like it because I do think Georgia's going to cover a game at some point this season. And here's something you got to keep in mind when it comes to Auburn. This came from Chris Felica, who was on College Game Day and has now moved over to uh, Fox Noon Saturday. But basically, Auburn has kind of stunk when it's come to playing Georgia, and they can't score. They're already having trouble scoring this season already against other teams. Now they're going up against the number one team in the nation. The last six times that Auburn has played Georgia, they've scored 10, 10, 6, 14, 10, and 7 points. If they do that again, let's say they you know eclipse their highest point total in the last six years against Georgia and score 14, I think Georgia can score 30, 31. So give me Georgia by the half point down to minus 14. You're not going to like this game, but I absolutely love it, and I was considering making this my top play. I was considering making this my best bet, an 0-4 team. Give me the Virginia Cavaliers again, plus the 3.5 at B.C., Number one, Virginia is 0-4, but they also have played the fifth toughest schedule in the nation this year. They have two road losses, both to ranked teams. At Tennessee, got blown out. Were up 14-0 at Maryland two weeks ago and then gave up 42 unanswered. Their two losses at home by one point to James Madison, by three points at home to NC State last week on Friday night. I think Virginia is due for a win. I think they know they need a win, and they've been close and you go into BC, a team that isn't very good. They've failed to cover their last six games as a favorite, and they've lost their last four games outright as a favorite versus FBS opponents. Virginia can go in there and beat them. Remember, we bet against BC in week one of the season. Was that that was Northern Illinois that went in and beat BC, right? Or it was at least close and covered. Give me the give me the Wahoos plus plus the three and a half at BC. Now. For my underdogs, by the way, on those college picks this year, we've been 8-5-2. 4-0 on my best bet, 8-5-2 on my on, on other picks. So I like SMU minus 23.5, the Penn State under 46.5, Georgia minus 14, Virginia plus the 3.5. Now for the underdogs. I'm 6-5 on these underdogs against the spread, 3-8 on the money line, but only minus 1.8 units because those three wins were really good wins. So these are games that I like you to bet on with the spread and then take them on the money line as well. I'm going to start off with Syracuse. Give me them plus six and a half. It's a noon kickoff at Syracuse. Clemson has always had issues with Syracuse. Syracuse, they've only lost once the last six times they've played them, but three of the wins have come by six points, by three points, and by four points. Clemson is one in five against the spread in those six games. Each of those times, they were favored by 13 and a half points or more. They're only favored by six and a half now at Syracuse. I'll take the orange plus the six and a half. And I just think right now, Clemson's a mess. Clemson already knows four games into the season, they're not winning the ACC and they're not going to the playoff. And I'm really wondering where's the motivation for this team versus a Syracuse team that's 4-0 and has a hell of a lot to play for. So Syracuse, also one of the best covering teams in um, college football. They are 3-0-1 against the spread so far this year. So give me the orange. I'll take the 6.5. I think they can win this game outright. I also like Houston, plus the 8.5 against Texas Tech. Texas Tech's uh, not – the quarterback is out for the year. Tyler Shuck out for the year. Houston's quarterback – 
was Texas Tech's quarterback last year. This is too many points. I see this being a field goal, maybe a touchdown game either way, but I do think Houston can win this game. Eight and a half points seems really high for a Texas Tech team that's one and three and has already lost to Wyoming, has lost to Oregon, which no problem losing to Oregon. Everybody does, but I just think this is too, this number's too high. Give me the Houston uh, Cougars plus, 11, uh, plus eight and a half. The other game I like, I have four of these, by the way. The UL Lafayette, or maybe they're just University of Louisiana now. I think they might have taken out the Lafayette. Give me them plus 11 against Minnesota. You know I don't like this Minnesota team, and I don't think they can score. Minnesota somehow blew a three-touchdown lead to Northwestern in the fourth quarter last week. Now they got to come home and they're laying double digits? No, thank you. I will take Lafayette, Louisiana Lafayette, or if they're just Louisiana now, plus 11. Seems like a high number. Remember I took Eastern Michigan plus 19.5 against Minnesota earlier this season. They lost by 18. But gimme Louisiana plus the 11. I think they can win this game outright because I don't think Minnesota is any good, and Louisiana is one of the best teams in the Southland Conference. This team is averaging over 480 yards a game and has gone over 500 total yards each of the last two games. Uh, Minnesota... I just not impressed with them and certainly not impressed with them to be laying double digits. So give me Louisiana plus the 11. I'm also going to take Arkansas plus the six and a half against AM. Now, this is a series that is very close. For those that don't know, they moved this series to Arlington. It's on a neutral field. So they're playing at Jerry World where the Cowboys play. And since they moved to Arlington back in 2009, they've played in Arlington every year in 2000, since 2009 except for 12, 13, and 2020. And uh, 2009, 10, and 11, Arkansas won the game. But then they went to College Station in Fayetteville in 12 and 13. But then since 2014, eliminating the COVID year, they've played this game in Arlington, Texas, on a neutral field. Here, here, are, here have been the results since 2014 when the game has been played in Arlington. A&M by seven in overtime. A&M by seven in overtime. A&M by 21. A&M by seven in overtime again. A&M by seven. A&M by four. A&M by 11. And A&M by two. So yes, A&M seems to beat them every year. But after a while, if you're Arkansas, you know you can play with this team and you know you can play them tough. Let's not forget A&M's quarterback out for the year. Max Johnson is now the starter for A&M. I've never been impressed with him. There's a reason he transferred from LSU because he got beat out. And then he came in the game last week against Auburn. I didn't really think he played that well. And Arkansas is coming off back-to-back losses, an embarrassing home loss to BYU. They played LSU close the whole game. I think they play this game close. I think this is a field goal game either way. Arkansas could win and pull this out. So give me them plus the 6.5 and and take them on the money line. And then my three-team 10-point teaser in college – I love the Florida game so much. It's my best bet. I I love them plus one. I certainly love them plus 11. Because even if Kentucky wins this game, I think this is a nip and tuck game. This is close. I'll take Florida plus 11. I'm going to tease Air Force down to a pick. They are minus 10 at home against San Diego State at the very end of the night. So sorry, but this three-point, three-team 10-point teaser isn't going to cash until late, late tomorrow night when Air Force beats San Diego State. And then the third team, I'm going to throw Arkansas in there. Tease them up to 16 and a half. I just think this A&M Arkansas game is going to be like all their other games. 
I just read you everything since 2014. Seven-point game, seven-point game, 21-point game, seven-point game, seven-point game, four-point game, 11-point game, and two-point game. So literally the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times they've played, only one time would would Arkansas have not covered a 16-and-a-half-point spread. So give me the Razorbacks at the third team in that teaser. So three-team 10-point teaser, Florida plus 11, Air Force out of Pickham, Arkansas plus 16 and a half. Let's get to the NFL games for you. Now, remember, in these NFL games, I am giving you the lines as of right now. Clearly, by Sunday morning, if you wait to bet these games, lines might change. They might change in our favor. They might change against you. But my record and how I grade these games is based off of the lines when I give them out on Friday in this podcast. So I'm going to start off with my best bet. This is the only section of my picks where I have a losing record right now, and I'm one and two in my NFL best bets. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns minus three at home against the Ravens. I'm very well aware that the Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson as the starting quarterback in an underdog role has covered 19 of their last 23 games. I'm very well aware of that. However, this is a division game, and I don't know if any of you know this, but the Cleveland Browns, while they are 2-1, and one, they have not given up 10 first downs in a game this year. Let me repeat that. The Cleveland Browns have not given up 10 first downs in any game this year. Not to mention they're 2-0 and oh this year at home with wins over Cincinnati, 24-3, and Tennessee, 27-3. They are a three-point home favorite against division rivals. Yes, I understand. It is Baltimore. But I just think this Cleveland defense is so much better than Baltimore's, and they'll know what to do and how to defend Lamar. And they're only laying a field goal at home. So give me the Cleveland Browns minus the three for the best bet of the week in the NFL. My other picks in the NFL this year are seven and three, in case you didn't know. I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints at home minus three against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is more of a defensive battle. I think New Orleans has the better defense. Yes, their offense has been putrid. They have not scored over 20 points in any game this year. But I do like them at home, minus the three against Tampa Bay. While Tampa Bay is 2-1 and one on this season, let's not forget the two teams that Tampa Bay beat this season, the Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings. They are 0-6 combined. So while Tampa Bay is 2-1 and one, and New Orleans is 2-1, and one, I think New Orleans has played better competition. So I'll take New Orleans minus three at home. Another play. Give me the Washington Commanders. I almost said it again, the R word. Give me the Commanders plus eight on the road against Philly. I know it's ugly. I know you don't want to bet against Philly. I know that you know that Jalen Hurts is 20-1 and one in his last 21 regular season starts. However, you know who that one loss was to? The Washington Commanders last year with – Taylor Heineke as the quarterback. Not saying Sam Howell is better than Taylor Heineke, especially after that piss-poor performance he turned in last week when we bet them against the Bills. But I'm coming right back at them. I just like division dogs, especially division dogs that are getting over a touchdown. So give me Washington plus eight against Philly. And here it is. I told you at the beginning of the week it was never stepping in front of the Miami Dolphins train. I was actually considering making Buffalo – uh, the best bet of the week, but instead I'm just going to have them here as a regular pick. 
Give me Buffalo minus the two and a half at home against Miami. I've given you every reason why I think Miami's great this year and how it is really impossible to defend them. But Buffalo played Miami here last year during the regular season, and they were seven-point home favorites. And now it's already down to two and a half, and these teams are basically the same. That was when Miami had Tua last year. So basically the same teams coming back, and Buffalo has now – the line has moved four and a half points against Miami because of what happened last week. If Miami beats Denver last week, I don't know, 31-21, 31-24, this line is Buffalo minus four, four and a half. The only reason it is under a field goal is because Miami put up 70 last week. That means we're getting value. I will take Buffalo minus the two and a half at home against the Dolphins. My underdog play of the week in the NFL, I'm two and one on these. Plus two point plus two units so far. This isn't a big underdog, and it's going to be ugly because you're not going to like them either. Give me the Tennessee Titans at home plus the two and a half against the Cincinnati Bengals. Why? Cincinnati's coming off a Monday night win, short week. Tennessee plays better at home. They looked terrible on the road last week against Cleveland. Remember, like I said, you got to look at games where somebody looked really bad last week, and now they're playing somebody this week who looked really good the week before. Not saying Cincinnati looked really good. They only beat the Rams by three. However, people are going to see them because it was a Monday night game. They won in prime time, so people have that image of the Cincinnati Bengals in their head. And Cincinnati, plus, you know, laying two and a half on the road against a Tennessee team that just lost 27-3. Again, this is almost like, to the public, an automatic bet on the Cincinnati Bengals. And I just don't see it. Tennessee has already won for us once this year at home as a round a two-and-a-half or three-point underdog when they beat the Chargers outright. So buy this up. Oh, never leave a game on two-and-a-half in the NFL. So buy it up to three. Tennessee plus the three at home. They're only plus 115 on the money line. So um, keep that in mind. It's not, it's not a lot. You're not going to get a ton of return. You don't need to bet it on the money line if you don't want to. I'm just, for my sake, um, I, you know, I keep track of it for – uh, where we're at on money line plays uh, for the year on that underdog play. So Tennessee plus three, buy that half point and get it up to three at home against the Chargers. And then my three-team 10-point teaser in the NFL, I'm going to go Cleveland under 50. With that defense, I don't care who they're playing. I just can't see 50 points seen combined between the Browns and the Steelers. They've played, as I said, Cleveland has played two home games this year, 27 points in one of them in total in one of them. 30 points total in the other one. We're teasing this up. The total on this game is 40. We're teasing it up to 50. So give me the under 50 in that one. I'm going to tease Kansas City down on the Sunday night game down to plus a half a point because they are minus nine and a half right now at the Jets. I think that line is too high. I'm, I was considering taking the Jets plus 19 and a half, but just give me Kansas City for the win in this one. I think – I, this is a tr- this looks like a trap game because Kansas City's coming off the blowout of the Bears. The Jets look awful at home against the Patriots. I understand that the public is going to be all over Kansas City on this one, but that's why I want to tease it down. I can see the Chiefs winning this game by seven. So that's the other one. And then I, I just I'm going with the safe one here. Give me give me the Niners at home minus four. Tease down from 14 against the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona had their Super Bowl last week, beating the Cowboys. San Francisco is just a juggernaut. They're one of the best teams in the NFL, if not a favorite, to get to the Super Bowl. So that'll be my third team in this parlay. Three-team, 10-point teaser, the Cleveland-Baltimore under 50. 
Kansas City tees down to plus a half. San Francisco tees down to minus four. So those are your plays. I'm 12 and eight in the NFL this year, 60%, 22, 12, and two in college. That's over 60%. Hopefully we can keep it going. I'm really liking this card. I have a very good feeling about this weekend. So I know it's a lot of plays. You don't have to bet all of them. Let's hope the ones that you do tally and do tail um, are the ones that hit. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also rate and review. Pass this information along to friends who might like to drop a couple bucks on games. It's all for fun. Don't bet your mortgage. Don't bet your paycheck on it. Don't bet your wife's wedding, wedding ring on it. Don't do that. Just play these games. Have a little fun. Hopefully I can give you some winners here. Thank you all for listening. I will talk to you Monday. And remember, sports will always be the greatest reality show on television. See you.